That initially was the most challenging for me, that shift from having an internal customer that I saw all the time to understanding how to build rapport with somebody from outside of the company and build that rapport very quickly so that they trust you and, and you can provide them with the best value. Gainsight presents the Game Changer Podcast with host Adam Joseph. Hello, and welcome to the Game Changer podcast brought to you by Gainsight. That clip was from today's podcast, where we hear from Shanta Bodham, Customer Success Manager at SupplyShift, and Sam Smith, Senior Customer Success Specialist at Linode. Today, we're talking all about moving from HR and finance roles into customer success roles. They'll share what learnings and skills can be transferred and give advice for people considering the career change. And now, your host, Adam Joseph. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the next episode of the Gainsight Game Changer podcast series. I'm Adam Joseph, the Director of Customer Success at Gainsight. So, in my experience, I've seen people move into customer success roles from a variety of backgrounds and experience levels. Personally speaking, I've hired people from front office roles such as sales, account management, and customer support. I've even hired people with no business-to-business experience whatsoever who have been amazing CSMs after working in B2C or a business-to-consumer front-of-house retail. In addition, as customer success has evolved and even become studied academically at some leading universities, it's becoming increasingly common, actually, for tenured CSMs to apply for customer success roles as well. But what I want to focus in on this podcast, however, is the growing band of people who are moving from the the back office, from roles as diverse as HR, finance, engineering, product management, and IT, into frontline customer success. Is this type of candidate helpful or harmful? What sort of challenges are these types of candidates likely to encounter? And should employers actually widen their horizon when seeking new candidates to fill their customer success roles? I'm delighted to say that joining me on this pod are two amazing panelists who can share their experiences with us as they move from the back office into customer success. First, Shanta Bodden, who is a customer success manager with Supply Shift, and Sam Smith, who is a senior customer success manager at Linode. Uh, a warm welcome to you both. Thank you so much. Thanks, Adam. I'm happy to be here. Great to have you. Before we hear more about your experiences and just to get to know you a bit better, Sam, why don't we start with you? Tell us where you're from and uh, maybe kind of the coolest fact or coolest place that we could visit in your hometown. Yeah, so I'm based here in Philadelphia in the U.S. Um, That's where Linode's headquarters is located. Let's see, we're pretty much in the most touristy spot (laughs) of of Philly here. But if you like to eat, there are plenty of places to go to and a lot of different options. We're pretty close to this place called the Italian Market nearby, which is like a huge open-air market with a bunch of different vendors outside and they have a, a nice festival in the summertime, so you can walk around and get some really fresh stuff. Very cool. And, and Shanta, what about you? Tell us a cool fact about where you're from. 
Absolutely. So Supply Shift is headquartered in Santa Cruz, California. We're well known for being a beach community, and we are definitely a tourist destination as well. (laughs) And the best advice that I can give you is to stay away from the boardwalk. That is probably the most touristy place you can go. It's great for the day, especially if you have kids. But once you're done with that, coming away from the boardwalk and maybe going into Capitola, we have great restaurants out through Aptos and, and downtown Santa Cruz. There's plenty of places to explore. So Shanta, just staying with you, as I mentioned today, that the thrust of today's podcast was about moving from the back office to the front into customer success. I know from your history, you're quite heavily into human resources and started a stellar career there. So what was the interest in moving from the HR role into customer success? Yep. Yep. My first career was in human resources. And when I first started, I was 100% confident that I had found my life's work. (laughs) And so through an interesting career transition, I found myself in more consultative roles within HR, which led to a transition to customer success in HR-related SaaS organizations. And currently, I found a very happy home with SupplyShift, which is a SaaS platform for supply chain visibility. Does not have anything to do with HR, but love customer success and would have never have found that without my background in human resources and leading down this path. Interesting. And Sam, with you, is a similar story, not human resources, but in finance. Yes, similar to Shanta. I was very confident that I wanted to work in finance forever uh, when I started. And after a few years, I worked as an analyst and then as a trader for a little while. Then after a few years, I decided I wanted to shift into IT. And I found myself here at Linode. And we eventually started a customer success team. And that's where I am today. And I know personally from being working in customer success for some time, actually having, and imagine with finance, you're working with a lot of data and trying to make sense of what the numbers are telling you. And I'm sure people listening to this from a, a CS perspective, that will relate. It's one of the most difficult things in customer success is trying to compute and rationalize all of the different inputs that you're getting that might dictate whether the customer is healthy or not. And do you find actually having the background that you did from a financial standpoint really helpful from that perspective? I'm really interested to hear what strengths you took from that role and into customer success. Yeah, being an analyst has been super helpful in transitioning. And I think one of the big topics in customer success is often how do you show ROI for whatever your service is, right? How do you justify to your customers that they should continue renewing with you? So it's been very helpful in in things like that. And Chandra, from a HR perspective, I I know I used to always think at Gainsight, we actually call the group teammate success, but whatever the name goes by, I've always thought of people in human resource type roles to be internal CSMs. If you think about having to understand your audience, try and tailor programs towards them, making sure that everyone's feeling the ROI, in this case, of working at a business and happy for the long term. So I imagine there, there are actually from being working in human resources or teammate success to the CSM role. It seems like there is a, that could be a, a natural link there. Is that right? Absolutely. My goal with my human resources roles, or there's a variety of names for them. People ops is also a very common one. So my goal there was really to attract, develop, and retain superstar teams to create superstar companies. Mm-hmm. And when you translate that to customer success, you're really helping your customers become the best they can be with the value that your team provides to them and your product provides to them. 
when you're taking that step from working with your employees in your company and translating that to your customers with multiple companies, you actually have a broader reach in customer success than you might have working in an in-house role. And that was what really appealed to me as well, was being able to have that broad reach and, and great impact in customer success. When we spoke previously, planning was a key part of both roles. And that's really helped you, especially with the being very topical around what's going on with COVID-19. You've been able to take some of those same foundational planning skills that you had in HR, but to maybe put it to a slightly different use now. Can you tell us more about that? Absolutely. Part of COVID-19 and then what we've learned is trying to plan for the unexpected. Nobody expected COVID-19 to be where we are today and to affect us all the way that it has. And part of what we were trying to do was come up with a strategy to help our customers the best that we could. And we've actually done this in a couple ways. So the first is as a company, we provided a product to anybody that's interested to be able to identify the impact of COVID-19 on their supply chains. And I took a version of that and created an internal way to be able to plan and map out the impact of COVID-19 on our customers. And it's actually taken from information from Gainsight, a Gainsight article, to be able to plan and identify those risk factors that might identify a high-risk customer that might need our help focus our attention on them first, and then move throughout our customer base in order to make sure that we're providing the right value at the right time to support them. Really interesting. And Sam, from your perspective, are there any other ways or traits that you've been able to utilize things you've learned in your former roles that that have been really useful in your customer success role today? So obviously, we spoke about the ability to combine data sets together and do the analytics, but are there any other aspects of your previous roles that you now enjoy in your role as a senior customer success specialist? For sure. I think in, in the current situation, everybody's keeping a pretty close eye on everything that they're using and what they're paying for. A little bit of background on what Linode is. We're basically a a cloud infrastructure provider. We provide compute and storage and things like that. Anything that you might need to run a website or an app or whatever your business is running on. So some of our customers are using a a lot of stuff, right? They might have a few hundred or a few thousand servers out there. Over the past few months, we've put in a lot of work helping them analyze where they might not be using things efficiently, where they might be paying a little bit more than they should. If they have infrastructure at maybe a competitor, how we can compete on cost and make them a little more sustainable in the short term. So that involves a lot of spreadsheets and a lot of analysis, right? At the core of it is an understanding of what our customers' businesses are and how they're making money and how saving them a few bucks can be used in the right way. It's really easy to just give a blanket credit to your customers when they ask you for help in Mm. a time like this. The harder part is knowing how far that's going to go and how your customer might be able to use it in the best way. For sure. We're trying to focus in on on areas here that have really benefited you in your kind of previous parts of your career that you've now brought to your customer success roles. But from your perspective, 
Was there anything actually as you stepped into the, the CSM role for the first time and gaining experience knowledge, actually you, you found a little challenging? So particularly maybe if you, from a, a finance or an IT perspective, I, I dare say you maybe hadn't presented in front of a group before or maybe in a limited capacity, running quarterly business reviews, having to engage with C-level executives, all of which are part and parcel of the CSM role, but maybe not in some of the roles you were doing previously. Sam, maybe if we, we start with you, was that a particular chasm that you had to bridge in it or you didn't find it that way? Yeah, Adam, I think that is probably the thing that I was worst at when <laughs> I started doing this. <laughs> in my previous roles, I never had to really present to a board or get on a lot of customer phone calls. And it's something that I've really had to work at a lot over the last couple of years. But I like to think I'm getting better at it. Maybe some people <laughs> disagree. Well, hey, you're on, a, you're on a podcast talking about it. So you've come pretty far. What about you? I mean, I imagine from an HR perspective, maybe you were more used to presenting in front of a group or trying to engage stakeholders from across the business, some of which might have been skeptical about what you were trying to do, some more bought in. Did you find it a smaller gap or were there some challenges that you had to overcome as well? Yeah, you know, from a, a presentation perspective and a buy-in perspective, HR is is pretty attuned to having to develop those skills and bring those to the table. What was the most interesting for me was shifting my mindset from having folks who were my internal customers. So people I saw every day, you have a special rapport with them from being within the same company. And I needed to find a quick way to shift my mindset and build rapport with folks outside of the company very quickly. And so that initially was the most challenging for me, that shift from having an internal customer that I saw all the time to understanding how to build rapport with somebody from outside of the company and build that rapport very quickly so that they trust you and and you can provide them with the best value. Do do you think, just thinking more broadly, as I mentioned in my introduction, traditionally when I've hired customer success managers, unless they're tenured CSMs, which is becoming more, I'm seeing that more and more now, but certainly a few years ago, it was very rare when I hired a CSM to have someone who'd been in a CSM role previously. Most of the ways that I found CSMs were to look for account management or salespeople or support people. And with everyone that I hired from those kind of roles, I knew there'll be some things that they were good at and some other things that might be development areas. Are you seeing a shift on your side from people in made the same leap of faith that you had from previously supportive roles? into customer-facing ones. Shanta, why don't we start with you? Have you seen others take a, a similar path to you or is, is it rare in your experience? I've seen some folks take that jump here and there. I actually think that there's quite a few synergies in, in skills between HR and, and customer success, dealing with different personas, being able to tailor your message, needing to think strategically, but also be able to act very tactically and quickly in in many cases, understanding how to get buy-in and and get people focused on a common goal. So I think it's going to become more common as the the customer success role develops over time. And Sam, what about you? you? Have you seen others with your background make that leap? Or is it, in your experience, been quite rare to see that? For sure. Our team at Linode actually is is only made up of people who have made that leap. <laughs> That's great. Joe Bauer, who started our success team here at Linode, came from our support team. So that's a similar role. Support and success have a lot of similarities, but it really is a different field in itself. I came over from finance. We have another CSM on our team who also came over from finance. as It, it worked out for me, so we figured why not try it again. 
And then we have someone else who just recently joined the team and she was a uh, product manager. So I think there are tons of skills that can translate into here and it's not necessarily everyone comes from support or everyone comes from sales. I think what what that tells us is there should be a really strong message. And this is one that I've got from the research of today and and listening to you now is that as and when new roles come up within the world of customer success, it's not just to think externally or, or maybe some of those similar type of roles, as you say, support, account management, and so on and so forth. But actually, there could be so many hidden gems actually working in what you think are supportive roles right now. But obviously, not everyone who's in a role is necessarily always perfectly suited for it. And the potential's there. And as we've seen, if you can untap that potential, then you've got a great team of customer success managers just waiting for the opportunity to prove themselves. So it's definitely one of the lessons that I've taken on board. The other thing I was interested in as, as well is that there are many organizations that, let's say you're serving a particular type of audience, let's say and, and you're a SaaS business that has accountancy software. Actually, is it more important to hire someone who's got very strong customer success skills? Or actually, is it better to someone who's actually been in the shoes of the users that they're trying to support? So for example, former accountants who have never been in customer success, but have lived the role of the user. Um, Shanta, maybe if we start with you, if do you, have you got a view on if you were going to weigh up the importance of tenure in the or expertise in the the skill set that's going to be important to your your customers or some of those core disciplines around customer success, ideally you'd look for a, a measure of both. But very often you have to choose between one or the other. Do you, have you got a view in terms of what's more important of the two? Yeah, so I, I agree with you. Leveraging both is, is ideal, but you don't always come across those types of scenarios. I personally came from the world of human resources and then leveraged that in my career as, with customer success. So I sat in the role of the user for many years. Yeah. <laughs> and so it was very helpful for me to be able to put myself in my customer's shoes, understand exactly what they were trying to accomplish, of course, get their input on what their business goals were and where they were trying to to take their organization and then leverage my knowledge of what they were trying to do as well in order to drive the best value from our software. So initially, before I moved away from from HR-related software, that was the way that really provided that bridge for me to understand how I could drive value for folks that were in the HR SaaS space. So from my perspective, I I thought that was a very appropriate and, and easy way for me to transition. Certainly working for Gainsight, as I do, having a a rich tenure of being a CSM for almost 20 years is a great way of being able to understand when our customers are utilizing our our platform, what do they want to do? I've been in their shoes and not had a a system like Gainsight, so can really understand that the benefits of it. Sam, what what about you? Have you got a view on that kind of CSM experience versus industry-specific knowledge? Sure. For us, it's, it's very hard to find someone who has both of that. And we're very technical product or our customers are usually pretty technical. Um, mm-hmm. they're like, so it's hard to find someone who's like a, has 10 years of Linux system administration experience and is also a great CSM. <laughs> I can imagine. Um, so we find that there's a lot that we can train for as long as someone has the customer success attitude and, and acumen. You definitely need to know what your product does and how users are interacting with it. But it's not really something that is impossible for us to overcome as long as someone puts in the time to use your product, how your customers might study a little bit and 
I think you raise a great point because one is teachable and one isn't. I, I would imagine right. that as long as people are amenable, you could pretty much teach workflows, processes, technology, mm-hmm. software, and so on and so forth. I don't know how you teach someone to give a damn about the customer. I think it's, it's either in, inherent in you or you haven't got it. So to me, actually, attitude always comes first. I'm always looking for someone, which is, as I mentioned Previously, I've hired people who haven't even worked in B2B before, no office or a commercial experience whatsoever. But actually in interviewing them, you could just see, you could see the fire in their eyes. What really drove them was that trying to help their customer, show empathy, deliver outcomes. Now, they might not have done it in the same environment that, that we're in, but you can absolutely teach the rest. Yes, you're a bit green to begin with. And as you go on, you learn those lessons and become even more skillful and adept in your job. But certainly, you can never do without that passion for the customer. So just finally, just to, to sum up, if someone who is working in a supportive role at the moment in HR, finance, engineering, product management came to you and said, look, uh, my company's advertising for a a customer success manager job um, and I'm really interested in it. Do you think I should go for it? What would be your advice? Sam, why why don't we, we start with you? Yeah, to build off the last question, I would say just read and, and study as much as possible. This whole field of customer success has been around for a little while, but a lot of people here are still relatively new and it doesn't really take too much to establish yourself as someone who knows what they're talking about. There are plenty of books out there. There are plenty of podcasts and blogs and communities. And so easing, that can really ease that transition a lot if you just read a little bit every night and put yeah. in a little bit of work. And we've now got a podcast dedicated to discussing it. So this resource is the answer to the question anyway. Exactly. You get all the answers. And Shanta, what what about you? What would you say? Yeah, I I agree 100% with everything that Sam said. And for somebody coming from HR into customer success, my advice would be to leverage your listening skills and your people skills, your ability to take a broad view of the organization and, and find out where you can add value and trust your instincts on where you can add value for your customers. And above all, just try it. You can always go back to a prior field, but you might just find something new in customer success that inspires you. Exactly. Nothing ventured, nothing gained. Exactly. <laughs> All right, guys, thank you so much today. As I say, it's a real fascinating topic for me, and particularly as we see with the evolution of customer success, where, where we've been, where we are, and where we're going to. And the, and I think the more people that gravitate in these kind of roles, we're, we're all better for the experience and learning from them as well. It's certainly something I've benefited from learning from my colleagues and their previous experiences, learning from them and helping their knowledge and experience adapt into the role that I do. This has been really interesting for me, and I'm sure anyone either who has made that move or contemplating to it, I'm sure will resonate with many of the points that we've made today. Guys, thank you so much for joining me. It's been a real pleasure and look forward to speaking to you both again soon. Yeah, thank you, Adam. Thanks so much, Adam. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Gainsight Game Changer podcast. Please follow, rate, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. For more information about all of our episodes, please visit Gainsight.com. This podcast is produced and edited by StudioPod. To learn more about their work, go to StudioPodSF.com. Studio Pod SF.com.